So this is episode five or four, depending on which way you see this first. I don't know. There, there's a lost episode out there that we did, I think, just before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we kind of took a little break because uh, I know finals came up and we both were pretty um, packed with that stuff. And luckily, COVID kind of paused the NHL season for us, but we're still we're still a little bit off. But I don't think we missed too much. I don't think so either, but we got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. We got the All-Star Game coming up. We have, uh, well, no longer the Olympics in the same degree that we thought we were going to have it, which is kind of a letdown, but that's all right. Um, Still got the playoffs ahead. I mean, it seems like there's some drama coming up with some teams, so... It's a interesting season so far. And honestly, it's the most personality I've seen out of the league in a long time for better and for worse. So uh, it's, it's been crazy this year. Well, and like, as you said, like COVID shut down a lot and I was getting the alerts every day. This is postponed. This is postponed. I'm like, how are they fitting these games in? And I guess it works out with the Olympics. They're not going to the Olympics anymore. That They have that break to fill stuff in, but it's like. Yeah, they still have to do the All-Star game too. I mean, that's like. And that's another break that. Another break. Yeah. What, so I'm, I, do... I know they're still trying to be on track, but I just don't know. I just don't understand how they're going to do it all. I think they're releasing the game schedules for like the makeup games. Like I think sometime this week, I think it's like. They're leaking out now, but like it'll be officially reported within the next couple of days. But um, I think I also read today that they're going to stop uh, testing asymptomatic players. I think yeah, they're, right. they've changed protocols, which I think is they're trying to like mesh into the NBA protocol, which I thought that's what they were going to try and start doing. And then they didn't do that. Of course, like we've had different variants come and go. Uh, but I mean, I think the players were frustrated with how um, inept the NHL was to following whatever protocols they had set out originally. So hopefully this kind of provides the guys a bit more peace of mind and won't uh, interrupt the season as much because, I mean, the Omicron variant has kind of gone and it seems like all these players are getting, you know, they're becoming positive, but we aren't seeing too many symptomatic players is that's that's what I've kind of seen when people have been testing out which is kind of too bad and I know it's you know that's a frustrating situation where you may not be experiencing the symptoms but you're still being held out of activities and it's causing the league to delay a lot in the future yeah and I think just kind of the down not the downfall but kind of like the snowball effect of that is also then you're gonna have more back-to-back games which can lead to, you know, more injuries, burnout, and all of this stuff because you're just overworking your body in a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that kind of plays out further down the road because you got to fit in the games. They promised the 82-game schedule. That's what's in the contracts. That's what's already set up. So yep. Gary Bettman, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Gary Bettman, regardless of what else has gone on, Lee, he has not been having a good year. He's He's been kind of getting dragged recently and I think there's rightfully so. I mean, there's you look at a couple teams and their attendance is way down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm that you know, that's not always on the league for that. But 
I think there are some issues going on right now that COVID has continued to just hammer the league with, but, um, well, also with COVID there's with anything, you're not going to please everyone. And with COVID there's not a right answer. There's not a right answer. So it's just there's like, you gotta take right your pick answer. and hopefully <laughs> nothing happens, but then stuff does happen and then it blows up in your face. And then yeah. since he's the leader of it all, he gets all the blame. Yep. And you know, whether it's truly his fault or not, we don't know, but you know, he has been the commissioner for a while now. And I think it is time that we start looking, you know, is Gary Bettman going to be the future of the NHL? You know, no. they're transitioning it. It's, <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it. I mean, I'd probably feel the same way, assuming that we can get someone who's more progressive minded with the sport of hockey, in the sense that it can grow and actually, you know, grow to the potential that it really has that we know it has and we know fans of the game know it has so yeah it's i don't know i don't think espn's really pulling their weight either they're they've been it's been kind of yikes i don't know if you've watched any espn i try like i it's so frustrating going because i go on like nhl.com to go and I'm like, click watch. And then you get ESPN plus. And I got to enter in all the blah, 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 blah. And it's just like so annoying to have to go through all these different things just to watch a game. Yeah. For me, it's like there was a, oh, what was, it was like a Stars game. I think they were playing the Sharks and I wanted to watch it. And in Dallas, like obviously there's blackouts, right? You can't go through ESPN plus and stream it. So I have like direct TV stream or whatever. And I went to like the Valley Sports there and it's like, oh, sorry. Direct TV stream doesn't allow you to see it because it's a blacked out thing through all streaming. It's like, so I had to own cable to watch a stars game. That makes like, that makes no sense, especially in this, like in today's day and age where everyone is moving away from that. And yet the league is kind of implementing these kind of outdated, I don't know, TV formulas, because I, I know like the NFL and like NBA, they don't really have that issue anymore. Because they, they always say, like, no blackouts ever, you know. But the NHL, it's been kind of an issue this season. Yeah, and, I mean, I run into the same thing. And then it's, like, if I try to, you know, rig the system a little bit and go through, like, my parents' cable, sometimes yeah. it still doesn't work because they're somehow tracking my phone or my computer. Yeah, they're, like, services. exactly. oh, you're, you're not where you say you are. Blackout. <laughs> what? It's becoming so a conspiracy, conspiracy theory episode. We're just going through all the different problems the league's having. And I don't know, we, they, they need to kind of get it together, together quick because playoffs are approaching. All-star break is approaching. Olympic, those deserve to be like watched and seen and accessible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, you, you guys want money? Well, let people watch your games. Maybe. Oh, you That's guys are so worried about salary caps and everything. Oh, make money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chances are the salary caps probably only going up by like 500,000 next year. <laughs> and you know, that's so much money in the league. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like a, a player. That's a whole AHL roster right there. Yeah. Player. So we'll see. Um, in terms of actual on ice products, um, the Oilers are falling apart. Uh, who else? The Islanders, my Stanley cup champion, you know, prediction are nowhere near going to be in that position. And I absolutely muffed that pick 
Luckily, the Avalanche are kind of coming back a little bit. They weren't starting too hot. Um, who else is kind of like really not doing well this year that should have been? That should have been? That should have been. Nobody is like surprising me that they're obviously the people you already, the teams you already mentioned. I'm like, yeah, duh. Yeah. Like that's a surprise that they're being, that they're doing bad. But yeah. I guess like the Rangers are, I mean, number two in the Metro, which I guess is kind of surprising that they're doing well. They're, I mean, they're tied in points with Carolina, who's number one. So yeah, I guess I, that's kind of surprising to me. I, I definitely saw the Rangers having a good season. I don't know if I thought it was going to be as hot as they were. I thought they were going to kind of sneak in as a wild card team, but yeah. it sounds like they're going to be in the playoffs in a position to actually kind of have some home ice advantage potentially and even like make a shot against Carolina for the Metropolitan title. Um, other oh, I saw a funny meme and that? it was um, how the Dallas Cowboys just like blew everything. Um, yeah. But it was like the Dallas Maple Leafs. I'm like true oh, that. Yeah, no, someone tweeted the Dallas Maple Leafs. I was like, that's funny. Um, ripped. They're the same team. They're really the same team. Rip to that, yeah. Um, Tampa's doing well, which is annoying, but expected. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to repeat though, or try. No. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think so. I guess St. Louis is doing well and they've been kind of like up and St. down Louis. the past couple of years. So ever since their Stanley cup, it feels like the, the central this year is the weakest. I could be wrong. I agree, which usually it's not. Usually it's pretty, pretty strong. Cause there are all these teams that are just like these, I don't know. They always have like these uh, teams with like big like mean players like St. Louis always has kind of a more of a roster built around puck possession and just kind of bullying the other team I mean Colorado has arguably one of the best first lines in hockey Nashville is always kind of a pest to play against Minnesota good Winnipeg good Dallas defensively good Chicago always has you know Kane and Taze and I mean they've got Flurry now and then Arizona, but they're not really a true central team after, you know, being moved this offseason. But I don't know. They seem like the weakest uh, division in all of the league right now. And I think what surprised me was the Pacific being so competitive throughout. I agree. I feel like with the Pacific, uh, there were underdogs in the Pacific with like LA and Anaheim, like, you know, they're the Pacific always confuses me because it's just like Canada, California. Yeah, Canada or California, take your pick. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're starting to see the resurgence of like these, the three California teams. Where, yeah, they're both doing well, which in yeah. the past couple of years they have not been. Because like all. from the stretch of like, I'd say like 2012, which is when the Kings won their first cup to I'd say maybe 2018, maybe that's pushing it a little far, but like all three of those teams are always super competitive and they- well, Yeah, and when the Blackhawks are making their runs, these three teams, San Jose, LA and Anaheim were always like- In their path, yeah. To play them, it was like, yeah, it was tough. Like they were competitive teams. Yeah, the conference finals every year was LA, Chicago, you know, uh, Chicago, Anaheim, um what was like san jose st louis kind of thing like these these are the teams that like have consistently like run the 2010s 
And then they just all of a sudden just fell off so hard. And now they're kind of slowly waking their, making their way back. And I think that's a good thing because I think California needs hockey to be something that like, I, I think the teams in California need to be good in order for hockey to like survive out there, which, you know, I've watched sharks games. Their attendance is terrible, mm-hmm. but you know, well, and also like, I, I mean, I don't know what the protocols are, but I guarantee people can't. Yeah. It's, it's, get it's into it's the buildings anyways. So yeah. Do you know like how it is in like Texas? Have, have you like looked in the stars games or I know you went to Carolina. Um, I went to a stars game in October mm-hmm. and they said you had to wear masks, but then nobody was. So yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And then okay. um, like I went to a Mavs game and they, you had to submit a vaccination card and all this stuff. You go to the stars really? game and they're like way looser on it. And then at the hurricanes game that I went to recently, we had to wear masks, but it wasn't like enforced. That's what I'm kind of seeing around is like, yeah, I went to a golden Knights game over uh winter break and they didn't really, uh, weren't enforcing it, but like, it, it was certainly like everyone had to have it kind of thing, which, okay. you know, actually surprisingly, I think a lot of people doubt this Las Vegas is like very, controlled in the sense that like people do wear their masks there which i don't think you would expect from an environment like that where it's like it's like we're all these mayhem always yeah it's it's always mayhem and i mean outside of course like people don't wear masks but like in the casinos specifically they do and it was very shocking that they've continued to like be so on point it's not like they're overly strict they just like they just do it you know Mm -hmm. that is surprising actually yeah yeah so like it was kind of the same with the Golden Knights game. It was it was like there are rules. People followed the rules. There were no issues. Mm-hmm. So Golden Knights are doing well too, which is frustrating. But uh, I still don't think they're going to win a Stanley Cup under Pete DeBoer. They I think won't. He, he is not a great coach, and I think it will catch up to him every time they make the playoffs. So. <laughs> they can they can keep trying with this formula. I don't know why they fired you know, Gallant and went with DeBoer, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, they'll definitely always be in the playoffs and be a strong contender, but I just, like, can't see them winning. They're going to be the new Sharks. There's so many, like, random factors. They're going to be the new Sharks. I'm telling you, they're going to be the new Sharks. They're going to be the Capitals. It's like, I mean, Capitals already won, but still, it's like, that's who they're going to start personifying if they don't start getting it done like they at least get past the first round like the maple leafs but they're about to become you know the team that chokes all the time and can't make it you know make it to the finals or even win the finals when they they lost to chicago oh they did yeah it was was flurry's first game back in vegas and he's officially in every single team in the league which i thought was another fun stat but yeah they lost to them we had tickets to that game and then we decided not to go and it, gone. it was a good game. It was two to one. Yeah. But like, I don't know. We, we just, we were all kind of tired. It was like after new year's, but um, we were watching it on TV and we thought, you know, this was going to be like super like drawn out in terms of like, you know, welcome back flurry or whatever. They put together the weakest video package I've ever seen for really. Some- someone who has meant so much to their franchise. It was like, you would have thought like 
you know, some random second liner came back to town. It was so. That's really mad. sad. Yeah. And especially after everything that went down with that trade. Yeah. Like I thought they were going to roll out the red carpet for that guy. Yeah, they should have like they, they screwed him. And yet they, they didn't really feel bad about it at all. And they're still no. keeping that mentality, even though all their fans are like, this is literally the guy who made our franchise someone like something to like keep watching because Flurry is such a great personality. He's a great hockey player. He won the Vesna last year with them and yet they cast him aside. And, you know, I don't think the fans really wanted that to happen. Management in Vegas is just, um, they have something in mind that we just don't know what's going on. Yes, so. Go, circling back to that COVID um, chit chat. Yeah. This article is posted at 2.30 and it said the NHL will play 95 games from February 7th to the 22nd, sort of a comprehensive update to the regular season schedule. So wow. they're going to compete their 82 game schedule and it will end by April 29th. But obviously like 95 games in three weeks. And you know, it's all these Canada teams, right? It's like, Oh yeah. Those- like that sucks for them. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be not a hot take to say there will not be a Canadian team hoisting the cup this year, just off the fact alone that they are going to get worked in this stretch and become so tired. And like, that is not on the players at all. And no, it's not. Honestly, that's such a detriment to like <laughs> fans in Canada because they've been wanting a team to win for so long. And I don't think they even care at this and point. And they have the best fan base out of everyone. Like out of anyone, they like they do. <laughs> they they just can't. I mean, I know, I know it's like that's more of on the government, but oh my goodness. Speaking of, I guess, you know, if we're gonna go into you know Canada and COVID and whatnot, I'm sure you saw the news with like the World Juniors. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that was frustrating to go see go down. Yeah. Start. It just kind of like speechless to me. Like I just get the alerts on my phone, and I just I'm like, it's so hard to care because I'm just like, of course this would happen. It like as soon as like the first test like got the player, and then they're like, yeah, we have to post or we have to forfeit the game for one asymptomatic player. I'm like, oh no, that's not gonna bode well for the rest of the tournament. That's nuts. So I think they had four or five players. I think they were all if not maybe one was symptomatic like uh, like all were asymptomatic and maybe one was symptomatic with like minor symptoms and they just like wiped the tournament immediately and this is after the year before they played all the way through the germans like had like 10 players in covid protocol <laughs> had to play canada got locked <laughs> and then like still finished the tournament and yet they're like nope Nope, we can't do it. We cannot do it this year. <laughs> yeah, I just there. The, I'm it's I'm speechless. The USA was going to repeat too. They were. Yeah. They had they had the roster for it. Uh, I think Canada was good, but I still think it would have gone down to USA beating them again because Canada always chokes in the World Juniors. Everybody knows this. Um, I don't know. It's, it was frustrating and I feel bad for all those guys because, you know, someone put it into context, like for these guys, that might be their only opportunity to represent the country. Mm-hmm. 
And that is huge to all these players. Absolutely. And that's hard to hear. And like you even hear NHL players talk about, that's why they always fight to go to the Olympics because that yeah. they love doing that. They love representing their country. And like, what a cool opportunity. Yeah. Because you get like the professional side and the Olympic side of the sport where a lot of times it's one or the other for the most part, you don't get to do it yeah. all. Now, I don't know if this was like a rumor or just like a meme, but someone said like players are going to consider retiring and then coming back so they can go to the Olympics. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, but then they would have to like renegotiate like contracts and like, I'm sure that's an issue. But if you're towards like, uh, I guess uh, that would be kind of iconic though if somebody did that. Someone else got me with the fake Team Canada roster for the Olympics. They had like, it said Patrick Marlowe on there. I'm like, okay, that's believable. He's like still trying to play, but yet he's not on a team right now. Like I could see him being like the captain or whatever, most games played. Then I saw Danny Heatley and I got really excited. I'm like, no way they're bringing back Danny Heatley. Mm -hmm. And then it was like some other guy who was like 50 years old. I'm like, oh, this is a joke. So that was disappointing. But anyway, um, what else do we have here? Uh, All-Star rosters came out. They're pretty, uh, I think, expected from most players. But it kind of like started the conversation of, is this something that every team should be represented or should the true best players go? I think best players, not to be like that. Yeah. Like it'd be nice if every team was represented, but like, if you're not good, you're not good. Like, I mean, everyone's good in the NHL, but like, yeah, no, like they, they've, they do a good job of like getting the best player there. And I think that is a good thing. I also think it helps small market teams because not always do they have a superstar, but they will have a player who's exceeding expectations and deserves to be there. Yeah. And then like, if we do go off of best players available, I can't guarantee that those players will be there. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. Like who would you like, who from Minnesota would you take? Oh, I mean, Kaprizov, but you know, take him out of the equation. Who would you take? Yeah. that Because before that they didn't have a Kaprizov. Mm -hmm. And I think they sent like, what, I don't know. I, I don't even know. <laughs> That's kind of the issue with like the best team goes, but I don't know. Overall, I think it was pretty decent. Roster. I they, had a, they had solid, they did a solid job of putting these together. And then the last minute were Nazem Kadri, Stamkos, Terry, and Gensel. Good on Troy Terry for getting in. Um, I, I don't know if his pace is going to keep for the rest of the season. Luckily, I think he kind of, cashed in when he had to so we'll see we'll see if he continues his pace and I mean I don't know if he's eligible as a is he like considered a rookie I don't think so right he just I don't remember him playing too many games in the past seasons oh yeah I don't think so but what I am ex I think who do you think has the strongest roster um in this all-star matchup yeah I think I mean, it's always hard to argue against the Pacific with Dreisaitl and uh, McDavid. Um, I just read a whole blog about the All-Star, and I just, I really think the Metro has a very strong roster going into this, which the, the I Metro expected. Like, if you, when you look at it, like, it's going to be fun to watch this group of, group of guys. I mean, the Metro's been a tough division considering, of course, the Islanders are in last and like, I thought that was the strongest team going into it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Carolina, New York, Washington, even Pittsburgh, like these teams are all like set to win the division. So, I mean, taking players from that and then seeing them all on these rosters, I mean, you got Ajo, Gensel, Ovechkin. Ovechkin's been playing great. Mm-hmm. And you got Jack Hughes for the first time, which will be fun to see him do his first All-Star weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I could probably see Pacific versus Metro in the finals. I think they're still doing the three-on-three format with the d- divisions meeting up in the finals, East versus West, right? I think so, because they keep changing it. So I haven't really kept up with what it is this year. Yeah, well, they got Hopefully rid they of the... go through with the All-Star weekend, and it's not a big hoopla with COVID. <laughs> uh, did you see the new jerseys for the All-Star game? I did. What do you think? I thought they were pretty good. They were fine. Let they me were look at them again. I just took a quick glance. I wasn't not that like I'm that much better at designing jerseys or anything. But sometimes I just question things like that. I mean, I don't think they like try to do anything crazy and like that's fine. Uh, that's kinda... true. Because once they start getting crazy, sometimes they're ugly. Yeah, and they kind of went away from that black and white that they were doing the past couple of years with using like the team specific logos, which was fine, but I don't know. I found those to be kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. These aren't awful. Yeah. Like they borrow elements from like, I think jerseys that worked in the past, which is what you probably should do on any Jersey. Um, And they'll probably look, you know, you can only see them right now without the name and numbers. So I think they'll look good once, you know, you get the full uniform and whatnot. Um, I just think that the whole issue with the all-star jerseys are and why they went to the uh, individual logos is probably because they couldn't sell them, right? Who wants to buy a jersey with the NHL logo on there? Yeah, that's not how you make money. (laughs) No. So, I mean, I guess they're going back to it because I don't know. (laughs) Theoretically, if they're in the all-star game, their name should sell themselves, if you think about it that way. That's true. That's true. It's in Vegas this year. I think that'll be kind of a fun thing. That'll be hopefully, huge, yeah. Hopefully the league can do something fun with it. You know, don't get your hopes up. It's the NHL we're talking about. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find a way to make it kind of boring. So we'll see. I'm excited to see. I just always love seeing the skills competitions because it's so cool to see. Because you obviously see it in like a big picture in yeah. games. But to yeah. see it more isolated is always cool. Yeah, no, definitely. And like people are like, get rid of the skills competition. It's so stupid, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that stuff's fun. Like, who are you? Yeah. Like, just, uh, just a game, like an all star game. Like, no one cares. Yeah, no, no one cares. cares. People don't watch like the NBA all star game for the game. They watch like the dunk contest. They watch like the three. Yeah, like points. that's entertaining. That's fun. Yeah. So when people are like, get rid of that stuff, it's not true hockey. Well, okay, dude, like, if you want the game to be more fun for other people and like you actually, well, I don't know if that crowd really cares if hockey grows or not, but you know, that's. Those are all the people that are just mad. They couldn't make it to the professional level. Look, we're all mad. We didn't make it to the professionals. Move Everyone's on. mad that people getting drafted are younger than current, younger than them currently. So. God, it's so weird to think about that. <laughs> it happens. You know, you, you know you're old when people getting yeah. drafted are like three years younger than you. You're like, yeah. you're making millions of dollars right now. What, you're an O2? 
Excuse me? I was like, sometimes I forget people were born after 2000. Like, I know they're only like 10 years old, but I'm like, that means you were born? Yeah. Like later, like that? Yeah, people born, uh, kids born in 07 are like in high school now. <laughs> we're going to start seeing kids drafted from 07 years, which is going to be nuts. I don't know. That makes me uncomfortable. It is weird. It is so weird. But whatever. I mean, hockey gets away with it because they don't actually have guys go through college first, unlike the NFL and NBA, I guess. So. Well, and it's kind of ni- nice in a way because you get to mold them. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. And like you get the, op- the players get the options to do whatever they want. So. Exactly. Like that's what also is nice is they could do either way. Yeah, and I think that's what's cool about the Michigan team this year is it looks like just a bunch of guys got together and decided that, you know, they were going to form one of the best hockey teams that you could field in college hockey. And Mm -hmm. I don't exactly know how they're doing right now, but I assume they're having a pretty decent season. uh, That group of guys, you can't not have a pretty decent season. Yeah, you better. That would be concerning. (laughs) That would be very concerning. Uh, What else do we have here? because we got the all-star game ahead. We talked about that. Obviously the Olympics is no longer for NHL players. We talked about that a little bit. Um, anything on your end? No, I don't think I have anything. I was just looking at my hockey news magazine to see if I could find anything interesting. Oh, it's Timo Meyer had a five goal game. That's exciting. Yeah. I got a Seattle Kraken jersey for Christmas. Did you? Who who who's on it? I think it's blank because I don't think I know anybody that I would. Oh, did you did you ask for one or? No, it was a surprise. <laughs> Santa got it for me. <laughs> How did Santa know? Santa knows everything. <laughs> Come on now. But um, yeah, I guess I guess it's mostly anything. Um. Do you have any predictions for moving forward right now? Uh, just maybe anything, not standings related, not points related, or just just anything. Go for it. Your prediction, hot or cold. Do you have anything off the top of your head? Because I might need to think for a second. Usually, I'm the queen of hot takes, but I filled um, out a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna go with a hot take here, and this is gonna be potentially really hot or really cold, depending on who you are. I think the Capitals are going to win the cup. That's fair. Yeah. Fair, fair gathering. I, I think so too, but just based off of how competitive the, the Metro is, it's going to be tough for them to just get out of the division in the first place. And if they do, they'll probably have to go through the lightning anyway, but I like how Ovechkin's if playing. Anybody can beat the lightning. It's those guys. That's true. Yeah. Um, oh, this isn't a hot take. This just bothered me. So in this edition, yep, it's the 100 people of power and influence. And Gary Bettman is number one. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like, no kidding. It's yeah, very, it's just... like, thanks, Hockey News. That was really uh, informative. Who's number two, though? Well, so number two is Kyle Beach, who I thought should be number one. Okay. That's, is this for the 2021 year? kind of thing yeah our annual 100 person listing but I guess all that came out more in like a condensed three-month period I get it but also not at all yeah 
oh i guess um i guess this kind of ties into you know nhl player union i mean i know i think the issue was like beach wasn't really a part of the union when things went down and that's why they weren't supporting him but people are bringing up that you know the union's supporting kane and of course they have to do that right you know, I don't know if you read up on like what what happened with Kane recently, where he's actually officially released. Mm-hmm. But I know um, not a lot of people were happy with what has gone down there. But he seems to have made another COVID mistake when he was in the AHL. All he had to do was like just not screw up, and he would have paid got paid seven million dollars still. Yeah. But, um, Yep, screwed up, and they finally got a reason to terminate him, and that's seven million dollars in cap space for San Jose. So, yep. <laughs> good job, Evander. We Love really that for, him. for that. He, he's really killing the game. <laughs> Thank you, Evander. Thank you. Yeah. So, hope you find a team elsewhere. Um, appreciate your help. We kind of got all of your help. Yeah, he's been yeah. so helpful. Yeah, very helpful this season, especially this season. Yeah, he's actually. Like, why was he not last man in on the All-Star game? I voted for him. I'm sure I you voted did. I voted for him to be the captain, actually, of the San Jose. <laughs> or they should, you know what they should have done? They should have done, uh, the NHL should have opened it up for you could have voted for any player, and they would have had the John Scott effect. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Literally, I love that guy. That would have been so funny if they opened it up to any player be, like, you know, a captain of the team. And everyone just started voting Evander Kane. Could That'd be imagine? funny. Like, why not? They should do like a, like a, this isn't a hot take. This is a hot idea that they should okay. capitalize on. I think they should do like, I, I guess this is kind of offensive in a way, but like the oh, non-all-star no. game where you vote in like. Oh my God, that would actually be really funny. Right? Like players like obviously everyone's good but even if it's more of like an entertainment aspect like so who is your non-all-star starting lineup you you, you have to you have to okay you just really threw me under the bus here that but there's this nobody season. that i'm like wow you're really bad this season like players that really sucking this season that should be doing okay um well when brent seabrook was in the league i would have voted him <laughs> just Brent Seabrook because towards the end end of this like end of his career I was like do you know how to move obviously he had like three surgeries so like yeah I feel bad for him now because like that must have been really painful but I'm like bro two feet one foot in front of the other you got it I guess I would vote for goaltending wise I want both Edmonton Oilers goalies yeah um then I want Let's see here. Probably someone from the Coyotes, right? Oh, definitely, that's true. Definitely someone from the Coyotes. Let's see. Let's see who we got on this roster that's really underperforming. Oh, Louis Erickson. Brilliant. <laughs> that's actually the non-all-star team can just be the Arizona Coyotes. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, you saw the they they squared off with a absolute uh matchup. I think it was it last night. who did they Arizona versus Montreal. Oh, solid, solid matchup. Who won? I'm trying to figure that out. Oh. It was just, I remember it happened. I don't, like, everyone blacked out after the game. It was just probably that bad. But Montreal did beat the Stars, so if you're a Stars fan, uh, feel bad. Yeah, I don't know. You're, the Stars are kind of, like, 
they're just not they're, they're not just like very average oh it looks like montreal won by losing because they're officially last place in the league and probably will get rights to shane right so hey if you're gonna lose lose big yeah lose big they lost five two so you know coyotes making the playoff push apparently coyotes coming back <laughs> So yeah, I guess I guess you could go with like the Coyotes starting lineup with Edmonton goalies and maybe throw in uh, some depth players from Seattle because they aren't doing anything. True. You could always go with Ottawa too. Ottawa's uh, management because they're rebuilding still apparently. Even and then let's put Gary Bettman on skates. Yes, there you go. No, he's and the see ref. how it turns out for him. He's the ref. He is the ref. He's the like, ref. Oh, I didn't see anything. Yeah. What's going on? Yep. And then Evander Kane will do ceremonial puck, puck drop. Yeah. And he'll actually also um, sing the national anthem. And then um, you could also have some Islanders on there because they suck this year. Thank God I didn't like put money on that. Jeez. That would have been not profitable. There was this one guy. He has such like a basic name for the NHL. And so I just don't remember what his name actually was team he was on chicago he was on one of the stanley cup winning teams is he still in in the league no oh (laughs) um i want to say 2013 roster because my mom was like oh he tries so hard i was like doesn't matter he's still he's bad Yeah, I mean, you, you got to love the players that try hard, but then there, there are the ones that do try hard and still are just absolutely just... And, like, when I say bad, I they're like that, they're, they're, Yeah, they're... They're on the on, bottom end of the league. We'll put it that way. I, I, I was joking with one of my friends about... I was playing NHL 22. I got the game. I didn't want to buy it, but I got the game. And... It was like I wanted to do a franchise mode, but I wanted to make the most mediocre career of all time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was trying to find a good comparison, like not someone who's like not in the league, but like someone who's like stayed around for maybe like 400 games. You know, who Jeff- also bothered me was Brad Richards when he was on the Blackhawks. That guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a player who fits this description, who's like, they played for like, you know, pretty decent amount of games. They're always in like the top, top nine, always like a third line player, not really doing much besides that. Like a Matt Nieto <laughs> or who else do we have here? Oh, I can't even think. It's just, it's just such a specific type of player. And uh, it's honestly hard work to do that. Oh my gosh. I also could not stand Michael Roseval. Oh my gosh, I went to one of the Blackhawks conventions and my dad was like, oh, this guy has a short line. You want to go meet him? I go, no, dad, it's Michael. Don't want to meet Michael. <laughs> He's a short line for a reason. Oh he has a short God. line, like, duh, duh. That's pretty okay. funny. I'm not finding this guy. I think he went to Nashville after the fact. There's got to be, be some guys. 
Oh, Ekman Larson. No, not doing well. So yeah, basically I'm, I'm kind of going through like the players I predicted at the beginning of the season to do well. Um, yeah, they're all doing pretty bad. So, so it's your you, fault is what I'm hearing. If you basically faded all of our picks and then went to your local casino and then placed several prop bets on who you thought would be winning trophies for futures um, and you chose basically the opposite of what we said, you probably like you're doing pretty good right now. Yeah, so basically we are unreliable and you should listen to us. Haha. <laughs> On that note. Uh, so yeah, I just jinxed the Washington Capitals. You're welcome. Um yeah. well, we said Arizona was gonna win, so maybe because we? we were being sarcastic about that. You were they will uh, win. I don't know if it works that way. I think like we have to truly believe it for it to like really get jinxed. That's fair. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll really believe it now. Oh goodness. I, I know, I, you know, we can't even, I can't even joke about it. Cause I don't want, I don't want to like reverse jinx it, but the, the lightning <laughs> really want the lightning to win the cup. I think they got it this year. No words that can't happen. Yeah. Not allowed. Yeah, things that would be bad for the Lightning uh, getting a three-peat, so. You know who should win? The Panthers. The pa- yeah. Like, I they mean, deserve it. They do. Maybe next year, though. It. I'm not feeling it this year, totally. I just don't see it either, yeah. But, like, in the in the next five years, I feel like they'll get at least one. Oh, you know what we did get right? We're going to end on this note right here, because I honestly, I think we're at a good stopping point, and – this is one moment of victory for us. We did predict Tuka Rask was coming back. And he did this past two, two weeks. I think they were kind of building towards it. Tuka Rask is back. He's on a one-by-one contract. I don't think he's doing too good, but hey, he is back in the league. He's playing for Boston. We're not everyone, totally unreliable now. Everyone is happy except for those who hate Tuka Rask. And if you do hate Tuka Rask, well... We don't like you either. You, you know what you can do. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's played two games and he has a .82 save percentage, so not great, Tuka. But, hey, he's back in the league. Better we didn't say he was going to do good. We didn't say he was going to do good. We just said he was going to be back and he was going to be playing games, and guess what? He's doing just that. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hedge ourselves right there. <laughs> yeah. See you soon. Yep. Thank you guys.